You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage. This is founder and host Joe Roscoe of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you haven't tried Built for the Stage yet, go to builtforthestage.com. It will be on our way with a seven-day free trial where we will be working one-on-one on an interactive fitness app, builtforthestage.com. All right, let's get on to our special guest. Enough of that. I uh, got to see numerous shows while i was over in london one in which was back to the future it was a show probably that i was looking forward to seeing the most just because growing up i just freaking love the movies so over here in the states when i found out that they were doing it in london i was like i gotta see this show maybe subconsciously is the whole reason i went to go see back to the future but i was not disappointed i loved the show uh afterwards i got to connect with some of the cast Got to go out to a pub and not even have a drink in the pub, but outside of the pub across the street while a random fox ran by in the middle of London. And then I got to go to like this VIP lounge with one of the cast members who's like the coolest. And this cast member (laughs) currently is uh, he he covers numerous roles that will go over uh, in the cast, um, one in which is Goldie and. Yeah, let's just bring him on. Please welcome to the podcast, Tavio Wright. Hi, um, Tavio. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> so good to see you. Have you been back to the uh, VIP lounge uh, since um, we last got together? Yeah, actually, I've been to the one on Greek Street, which is the one where you went to. And then uh-huh. I've been to Dean Street, just down the road, just for um, a roast on a Sunday. And then I went to 180 Strand like a couple of weeks ago. No, last week, because I had some friends who came to watch the show. So I had to introduce them to the picantes, the spicy cocktails. I was like, come on. One of them (laughs) didn't like it, though, so I just drank it, of course. Wait, you went to a roast? Is this a London way of saying a dinner or a roast as in like when you're actually poking fun at a person the entire time? Oh, no, no, no. London way of saying dinner. It's like specifically like on a Sunday, you'd have like um, roast chicken or turkey mm. or whatever and then you have yorkshire puddings potatoes um cauliflower cheese oh honestly stuns 
mac and cheese obviously got the red wine up and the cocktails loving loving life so okay 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 all right so you've been back uh and your experience tell tell the uh the listeners a bit about this i told you we're going to be all over the place not just going to be about theater and and acting and Mm. stage stuff so what uh where do we what's it called what's the place called the vip place oh soho house Soho House. And they have like, how many, they have what, three locations or how many? Well, they have like- It's global, you said, it's global. Well, yeah, it's pretty much global. There's literally uh, around like Europe and um, North America. Yeah. So it's pretty much centralized around there. Um, I've obviously only been to the ones around uh, London near my work because I'm obviously really close to work. So, um, but uh, yeah, there's like places in New York, uh, down in Brighton, down in the UK, in France, Spain, like all over. So, wow. so you're a part of a very elite, very important person club, aren't you? I mean, <laughs> important person, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I wear dungarees. Into the pub, so like, <laughs> I really doubt it. But uh, during my intro, did were you uh, did you see it at the pub that fox that ran by? Yeah, like that's very random to be fair. Like, normally you get all those foxes in like the suburbs, like around like you know, you know, residential places like near like just homes, just like down away from central London is what I'm trying to say. So yeah. when I just when we just saw one literally ran in the middle of the road i was like what the hell is a fox doing around here it's like what it made no sense but i was like alas happens yeah <laughs> all right so uh back to the future it's your west end debut yes um yeah it is that show was my western debut from last year <laughs> yeah right yeah and yeah <laughs> and, you, and you just <laughs> the way you said it it was like almost as if kind of like there's this other time that i yeah kinda... i don't know why i had to think about it but no, <laughs> it's my best end debut <laughs> you uh so before joining the cast last year you went to school at the arts educational school yeah and yeah. Com- and coming out of it and booking the show was it business as usual like oh no different than any show that i did in school or did you feel any added pressure of like, oh, this is it. Here we go. I'm about to make my West End debut. Um, Yeah, like, uh, so, because obviously we just finished uh, doing uh, our showcases at Arts Ed. Um, and it was like a new format of our showcase, because normally you do the showcase live uh, with an audience. But because of COVID... Uh, I think they decided with us, it was the first year they did it with us, to um, have each of us sing two songs, a minute long and a whole song, uh, and they will film it and then post it on their ArtSed website um, for agents, casting directors, producers, whoever to watch, pretty much. Um, And then, uh, yeah, like, obviously, when I got the call saying that I got, got the job, I was a little bit like, what? what the hell like I didn't expect it at all um but um wait run us back you got the job by auditioning directly for the show yeah it wasn't that they just saw your showcase video no so uh so when so when I did the audition so how I got the audition it was literally through uh the head of the school at the time so during our final few days or final few 
months weeks of art said um around tamar showtimes like a lot of us are auditioning because the head of the school would have had like networks and contacts for us to go up and audition for certain things um and then i got uh, an email from our head at the time uh saying that oh back to the future is looking for a goldie slash marvin berry um slash swing so i was like um okay i don't know if i really want to do the swing thing because i remember my swing assessment i got like a very low grade and i cried so <laughs> um i was like uh i could just go for it and see what happens so i had to just do a self-tape and i think uh, i just sung uh one of the songs got to start somewhere from the show and i also sung uh, i'm alive from next to normal mm. and uh, i love that freaking show and song i've not seen next to normal to be fair but um oh. i have I, I think the songs are great in there though i saw it on on broadway because i'm super old you <laughs> <laughs> but uh but okay. it should make a i mean i don't know was it ever over in the west end i'm not sure that I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. Maybe research. Maybe I should research. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so you, sorry to interrupt. You sang those uh, two songs for the audition. So yeah, I sung those two songs for the audition. Um, and then I think about a couple of days later, I was told that I got recall in an email, um, which was exciting. And they sent a, a little recall, bit of as in a callback. Recall. Yes, a recall, callback. Yeah, 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 of course. The difference is the language difference. I just want to make sure that myself and the listeners are on the same page with you. Of course, of course. Um, so yeah, so I got a callback. You can um, no, you can say it. I like it. I like it. You can say recall. <laughs> uh and uh I just had to it was like a dance callback, dance recall. It got me going there. So dance recall. And I was like, okay, cool. They sent like three videos of the choreography of different types, different numbers from the choreography, just like a short extract of it. Um obviously they're all different now from the actual show, the actual number that we choreographed um did the routine for. Um but uh they sent it. So me and my friend who was also audition who also auditioned and got the recall as well, we after school just decided to just stay in one of the studios and just pretty much like learn it beforehand, just to familiar self familiarize yourself with it. Um and then the audition then took place, I think two days after we got that email. Um and it was actually really tiring because that day we just finished learning the Jellicle Ball because I was in Cats for my final show. So we just finished learning the Jellicle Ball and running it about, what, three, four times. And I'm knackered. I'm absolutely tired, wasted. And then I'm like, oh, I've got to go to this audition and hang around. Um, luckily, they brought the audition over into the school so we didn't have to go anywhere external. So they used one of the new spaces that was recently installed into the school. And um, the audition went by really quickly, uh, did the routines, and then they threw like another routine in the works just to see how good our pickup is, I'm guessing. Um, and it was for 21st Century, which is like the big robotic number you remember in the opening for the act two. Mm -hmm. And um, is this normal? Sorry to interrupt you. Is this normal like for a West End like a, a casting agency you have you have casting agencies yes yes okay so is this normal for a casting agency that's casting a west end show to go to a college to audition or is it just because back to the future has a lot of young people and that's how they went about looking for them no i think it was pretty much normal i think 
uh, one of the things were the reason why they brought the audition to the space at Art Said was because um, because we were still in training technically, we weren't allowed to just go off and leave during our work time. So they literally kind of like, I'm guessing because they really wanted to see what was out there and they were really looking for that specific role that they were okay with um, coming and working around our time. So we still get to audition and they still get to find who they need to find without breaking our training up or interrupting wow. our training, which was really nice. So, and it was nice to actually do the audition in a space that I was familiar with rather than an external space where I'm like, what's going on? Um, so yeah. yeah, so did the audition, uh, there were other people there. So it wasn't just me and my friend, it was like other externals as well. Um, people from Tina Turner, people from, uh, Thriller and other people just in other shows or just working, whatever who came for the app for that audition. Uh, we also had to sing to them live and just do a little scene as well for them. Uh, and yeah, I think it went really well to be, well, of course it went really well because I'm in the show, but um, I, just remember, <laughs> I remember being in that audition and reading the side and I, my bad, I learned it, but not properly learned it. So maybe I could have spent a bit more time with it. So I asked if I could have the script in hand. They're like, yeah, sure, that's okay. So I had the script in hand. Um, and obviously there were moments that I was just like, oh, I don't even know where I am and I'm just reading it. And they were like laughing, but they weren't laughing at me, but laughing with me. Um, probably thinking I was being in character, but generally I had no idea where I was. Um, and then after that audition, I went home. About a week later, uh, I left, uh, got to school, did my rehearsals for Cats and all that and the other, uh, finished really early because I didn't have any other classes later that day. So I was going home at the train station and I get a call from the head of the school and he asked me if I was in the building at the moment. I was like, no, I'm on my way home. He was like, oh, well, I've got some news for you. And I just didn't put two and two together. So I was just like, oh my God, what is it? Like, is it bad news? What's going on? Um, and then he told me, oh, you're going to be on the West End. And I was like, wait, what? And he was like, you're going to be in Back to the Future. And I was like, ah, what the hell? I was like, this is amazing. This is terrific. I was like beaming. I screamed on that platform. People probably looked at me funnily or whatever. Um, I called my mom. I called all my friends and family and told them the good news. Um, uh, knowing that I was going into something was exciting. And at the time, I hadn't had signed with an agent yet. So I had interest and I've already spoken to a few in like in interviews and stuff. So um, the head at the time was like, you need to see who you want to sign with because I don't think I'll be able to help you out in terms of the papers and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, cool. I have someone in mind. So I contacted them the next day, my lunch break um, in one of the rehearsal studios, uh, Zoomed them, the dreaded Zoom. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I told them the good news and they're like, oh, that's amazing. And I was like, and I was just hoping if you'd be up for helping me out in that, cause I'd love to be in your books for that. And now I'm signed with Belfield and Ward. Um, and, uh, they've been great. And, I started the rehearsal process as a swing and I was learning all pretty much learning the job on the go. And it was amazing. Like, yeah, I'm very happy with how everything kind of turned out. 
Yeah, and I'm happy that when I showed up, I got to see you up there doing your thing. You've been yeah. on, you've been on quite a bit um, for both roles. Now, uh, educate me on this a bit. Does the normal actor have both tracks, or because you're a swing, you double as both characters? Does that, uh, question, does that question make sense? Yeah, of course. So last year I was a swing. So with this new contract with the new cast, I pretty much asked if I could be first cover instead of second cover Goldie and be in the ensemble. So I'd no longer have to learn all the tracks, but I do know that if they do need me to be on for somebody for in a dire situation, then I'd be like, let me speak to my agent first, but let's go. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, so normally I just have my ensemble track and my first cover track. The person that normally plays Goldie, he will have that just the Goldie track, which is Marvin as well, because Goldie's just a very small part, and then he becomes Marvin in Act Two for a little bit. And right. Okay, that's what I was. That's what I was trying to ask. Is right. Yeah. Does one actor usually play Marvin and and Goldie? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that that's what the role was. Role is. So yeah. 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 And recently, it was um, Back to the Future Day, October the fifteenth. I think. Yeah. And you got to sing with Harry Waters Jr. after the show, who was the original in the movie. He played uh, Marvin Berry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Just played Marvin Berry in the movie. Yeah. And and what was that like to to kind of represent the the new age of uh, Back to the Future? <laughs> I mean, I was a bit like <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> I was excited. Uh, probably my exterior, so at work, so I knew this was happening a week before, a week prior, um, before the actual day, and, uh, um, I was like, okay, cool, and obviously I told my closest friends, I'm not really meant to tell people, I told my closest friends and my family, and they're like, oh my god, that's exciting, and I was like, I know, and then, um, on the day, uh, Everyone was like very jittery and everyone was like very bubbly. There was like an excitedness in the air. The audience was amazing. Oh my God, the audience was absolutely amazing. Um, but I I don't know, I had a very, very calm exterior and I felt like people probably wanted me to be a little bit more like hyper, but I, I, I think how I kind of like express myself whenever, whenever anything big is happening is trying to keep a calm mindset just so I could relax myself but internally I was really nervous um and then like uh when it got to the bowels and uh Bob Gale came up and did his speech um and introduced Harry and also introduced me to sing uh Earth Angel together for the first time like two Marvin Berries um and I was obviously in the wings, ready to go on, because I had to be in the suit, like the costume as Marvin Berry as well. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know how it's going to go. We did a little rehearsal before, but then things just start to change. <laughs> things start to change during the actual performance. Like <laughs> the way rehearsals went, like Harry started crossing over to the other side of me. And I was like, oh, so we're crossing now. So let's go. And pretty much kind of just like winging it and hoping for the best but it was amazing it was terrific and it was just nice to have the support of the cast and yeah. just support of the fans and the audience who obviously came to watch that day um harry it was oh, such a brilliant brilliant man and he's so lovely um he was so so 
bubbly and excitable as well, which is just really nice. And I could see that. Um, yeah, it was amazing. It was it was an experience I won't forget for sure. Cool. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. We're going to do something fun. We're going to put you on the BFTS hot seat. So speaking of nerves and excitement, I hope that that you have all the nerves right now. No, just kidding. (laughs) All right. Here we go. BFTS hot seat. First question. You walk into a room and the TV's on and there's a movie playing. And you've seen this movie hundreds of times. But no matter what, you always have to stop and watch this movie. What movie is it? Oh, God. Avengers. Avengers came to mind. Okay. All right, (laughs) Avengers. All right. You are uh, commuting to the theater, and we get to see your music playlist. What's one or two songs that are your go-to songs to, like, just get that day going? Um, Beyonce's Virgo Groove. In her new Renaissance album, and "Living on a Dream" by Meribah, which is just so like nostalgic to listen yeah. to. So yeah. All right, you're crushing this. You're crushing it. Okay, you you come back to life as an animal. Which animal are you going to be, and why? A cat, because I think cats are mysterious and magical, and I feel like I might be a cat in my past life. I don't know, but okay. I would love to be a cat. You're not on the stage. You're not a singer, an actor, a performer. What are you doing? What are you going to do? Something within science. I was really good in my science class. Uh, probably like uh, biology, perhaps, maybe chemistry, but um, definitely something to do with science. Definitely out of space as well. Like anything to do with like astrology and stuff is really, really exciting for me. Okay. You have access to the car the the uh back to the future car yeah what what time and place are you going to oh oh god um oh my god the 80s the style the style in the 80s just give me life that's that's where i'd love to go to the music the style oh god i'd love it yeah and and what part of of the world are you going to be in during the 80s um america yeah definitely definitely america i feel like it was probably live much livelier there maybe maybe it's from what i've seen on tv or movies but that's what i'd say okay (laughs) uh last question you uh you're walking through the streets of london let's say with me and Mm -hmm. there's you know all the touristy places but you want to give someone a london experience that's like on the down low, almost like we did that one night. Where else? Right. Would, where else would you take someone to either 
eat or go to a club or go to a park or like what's a little gem that you love in London? Oh, oh my God. Right. I've only been once, but I think it's an amazing area. Camden Town. Okay. There's so many vintage shops, so many little quirky coffee shops as well. Um, uh, and there's always like food markets and stalls as well. I think Camden Town is so like Brit along Brick Lane, so many vintage shops. And I really want to go again. In fact, I'm due for a shopping spree <laughs> to go there soon anyway, because I really want to get some new stuff. But um, yeah, definitely Camden. Okay. You're off the hot seat. Congratulations. Good job. Uh, <laughs> let's uh let's rewind to your start in singing. When did you like, oh, I like singing or I like being a performer? When did this all happen? So I knew I always wanted to perform because I always liked I always liked singing from like a quite young age. My mum would say that sometimes if I'm like washing up, she'd just hear me singing and stuff. Whether I was good or not, I don't know. I mean, I hope I was good, but um uh I must have been. But yeah, I've always been interested in singing uh, and uh, taking part in any sort of performances. In primary school, um, I took part in a Portuguese uh, <laughs> choir concert kind of thing because we learned Portuguese as a second language in primary school. Um, it's not that good now, my Portuguese. So, <laughs> wow. but um, I was able to sing certain songs in Portuguese-ish. Uh, and then uh, um, I did like other events like Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner that happened in South Bank, which is an external thing that again happened during my primary school years. Uh, and then when I went to secondary school, high school, uh, it pretty much uh, took part in any of the summer musicals. So I did, uh, the first musical I did was High School Musical. So the first musical that came out was actually Bugsy Malone when I joined and I was too nervous to audition. So then the second year I auditioned for the next musical, which was High School Musical and I got it and I played Troy Bolton and I was like, wow, winning. And then the following year I played, we did The Wiz and I played The Scarecrow, um, which was again, really exciting. Also, I knew some people in the year above me who was going to the Brit School, which is like a free performing arts school um, within the country. It's one of, it's, I think it's very, it's very established. And honestly, um, a lot of drama, drama schools are quite expensive. So it was just nice to have a place where it was free and there was no external payments to go and attend and train. So initially I wanted to apply for the music course, but then I was like, I don't think I'd get in for the music course. So I'm going to apply for the musical theatre course. So that's what I did. And I got it. And then I ended up falling in love with musical theatre a whole lot more. Um, and uh, the year started from key stage four. So around like GCSE's time. So I started it um, from year 10, which is around probably like 15, 16. Yeah, so that's like the age bracket around 15, 16. And I went all the way up to sixth form, which is around like 18. So I spent four years there, um, auditioned for Art Said after uh, I uh, pretty much finished my four years training at Brit. Um, and I didn't get in the first year, so I then took a gap year out. And in that gap year, I literally did nothing creative. I mean, I pretty much just went out all the time. I was going out clubbing, going to the bars, pubs, eating good food and just living my life and just working out what it was just like being 
an adult outside of school and working out if musical theatre was the path even for me because there was a lot of doubts if I really wanted to do that um and then it wasn't until I went back and did no it wasn't until I went back and watched a show at the Brit school um from one of the year, year belows that were doing a, putting on a show and I was like oh actually no this is exactly what I wanted to do um so then I re-auditioned for Arts Ed and um I didn't think I was going to get it because I didn't really train or anything and then I got it and I was really surprised but um again really really happy as well um actually also at the British school in my final year uh we did uh what did we do we did 30 modern Millie and I played Jimmy um and uh an agent actually came to watch that show and uh the head of music in the musical theatre department spoke to me and said that they were really interested in me and if I wanted to talk to them and I spoke to them and um they were keen um to probably have me in their books I can't remember what the agency was because it was a very very long time ago I believe it might be BBA I'm not sure or BTA I'm not sure um but my whole process with that was that I didn't want to jump into an agency without having some sort of um training like I had the training at Brit but I wanted extra training before um I joined something where I felt like I wasn't too sure of myself because there was still a lot of like self-confidence and stuff like that that I was dealing with um and uh I pretty much told them that uh that I was very happy for them that I was appreciative and grateful that they wanted to put me in their books um, I'm very, uh, I'm very happy for you. I'm very. He said, "Yeah, I'm happy right. for them. <laughs> I'm very happy for them. I'm very like, happy sorry. that you like me, but like, sorry about it." <laughs> but yeah, I pretty much said I wanted to have long-term training, then having a short-term training, and not know what I'm doing next. So yeah, um, I'm glad That's I did what I did because it's made me and put me where I am today, which is really good. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that took a lot of discipline and maturity of you to make that decision as opposed to just getting super excited and saying yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So uh, before we go, thanks for your time so far. Um, what is a day in the life that's outside of theater? So we talked a little bit about on the hot seat about your uh, your movie that you brought up or the uh, the music. Is that what we're doing? We're chilling, watching movies and listening to music. Do you have a secret hobby of like playing uh, badminton or uh, lacrosse or do you, uh, <laughs> do you knit? Are you a seamstress? What um, other, uh, what other, what other uh, hobbies or things do you like to do outside of the theater? Um, well, I'm actually quite, I'm very, I'm very chilled. Really. Uh, I love playing video games. I love playing video games as well I, I what's a, what's a few of your go-to's that you're always playing um the sims 4 is one of them actually i was playing that earlier today actually so the sims 4 and i've got um uh the new gotham knights game as well like that batman do you, game. Have, like, do you have the heads the headset and the special seat and all that oh no 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 no, no. i don't like talking to i just like playing games by myself i know that sounds really weird but like especially like if it's like an online game and then people can join your game and i'm like oh why they're joining like leave me alone. <laughs> i'm just like leave me alone and i like silently like kick them out um i am generally a nice person but i'm like i just like to 
I'm very like, I like to do my thing my own way. And if I have to talk to people, then I have to kind of like, oh, I've got to do it and share. I just want to enjoy my time. But um, yeah, I do love playing video games, going to the movies, going to the pub. I mean, I do like a bar and a club, but a pub is so just chill with your friends, just a couple of drinks, go outside and just have a few drinks and just chat and stuff. Um, the, way that, the way that you can get a drink and then just like wander around the streets as if it's normal is just crazy. Yeah. To me. <laughs> it is a bit bizarre to be fair. I think it's just that pub that we went to. There are some pubs that are similar like No, that. I I will near um the the Big Ben clock, whatever it's actually called, I can't remember. I was at a pub and same thing that people were ordering drinks, was super busy in the pub. They'd leave outside and they weren't like at any seating. They were just like walking about the sidewalk and then they'd walk back into the pub and yeah yeah, yeah. it's very much it's a, a big drinking culture that i'm um, out here guessing. i'm telling you you can buy at the at the theater's bar you can buy wine by the bottle which is insane yeah. because in the states on you know broadway or anywhere else you can't just buy a bottle of wine that's absurd <laughs> no no i know and you know what it's actually because when i went to see pretty woman because um, my friend was playing Vivian, Olivia Brooks, she was playing Vivian um, in Pretty Woman. And honestly, I could probably tell that half of the audience were probably drunk already because it was just wild. And I could just see just glasses of wine. And so, I mean, to be fair, I'll probably buy myself a glass of red as well, to be fair. So no, no I mean, I'm, I'm not judging, but it's like, wow, you can buy an entire bottle. And it was, I was at Hamilton when I saw this happen and the people like weren't, uh, ready to finish the bottle before going back in for the second act and the bartender's like you can't bring the bottle but i'll pour the whole bottle in multiple glasses for you so these, pe <laughs> these people are like triple fisting walking into uh the theater with three glasses in their hands yeah no yeah that that is very it happens in cinemas too as well i don't know does it happen in cinemas over there as well i don't know i don't i don't go to the, the cinema much here in the states so i'm not sure what what goes okay. on Alas. <laughs> <laughs> all right tavio thanks so much uh as expected this was a blast uh make sure everyone that's uh watching or listening to give tavio a follow on the insta you can find that in the description of this episode it's tavio underscore right uh, a little backstory or, or transparency. I've lost all control over my laptop. Everything is frozen. I can't scroll or do anything, but uh, it is recording. That's why, <laughs> that's why the hot seat logo thing has stayed there the whole time. So oh, wow. I'm literally just going to probably fold my laptop down and just <laughs> see what happens after that. But Tavio, thanks so much. Have a great show tonight. You're fabulous up there. Uh, the show's awesome. If you're out in London, go check it out. And make sure, again, you give Tavio a follow. Thanks so much. Thanks, Joe. All right, everyone. Actors or athletes, train like one. Later. <laughs> Later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.